Hey, people, we are back with our second gaze. <laughs> guest. Not gay. Sorry. Well, she's one of those two, so it works out. We are back, <laughs> we back with that second guest. I don't even know where that accent was coming from. And oh, no, Anna God. is not late. She's right on time. Oh, thank you. No, she's late. Anyway. I'm definitely like 45 minutes late. 45. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> when Brandon screams on me as an elf and says, you're late, I'm always like, come on, man. You see me right over there. I got to take my kid to school. I'm oh. doing the best that I can. He's just busting my balls. Good. So, Anna Parcham. That's me. Welcome to The Third Degree with me, your host, James Major Burns. The Major Burns. Okay. Yes. So make sure you're speaking right into the mic. We want the people to hear your voice. Check, check. How is that? Am I doing well? Do I speak up? Do I speak You better? can speak up a little okay, bit more. Okay, I should speak up more. Kind of like the story, not the story of Buddy the Elf of Like, but that one song Jovi sings. Just the one song. That one song. That <laughs> one. You know, that the one song, song that the, doesn't fit in the show. I was thinking about it. It was the obligatory girl song. You've made it. I was thinking about Silly Songs with Larry. I'm like... Welcome to Obligatory Girl Song, the part of the show where the girl comes out and sings the yeah. Obligatory Song. <laughs> I just want them to rewrite that song, and I just want Jovi to be getting ready and pulling like her stuff out her closet and like feeling herself and being like, yes, I'm that girl. The way you were describing that to me yesterday reminded me of in Carrie. Carrie has like two solo solos in Carrie the Musical, and the second one is this really long song about getting ready for the prom and like if if other girls can do it why can't I like I'll you know and just like psyching herself up and I'm like yeah that's appropriate for Jovi too I think to a certain degree like you had to talk yourself into it like yeah. sometimes you got to talk yourself into things like you know what like he's not my type type but like do you know what I think could he's be a, a guy good hook for it is like I think Jovi has a theme of I mean she says it a million times lower your expectations so you don't get disappointed. I think she I think a good hook for her titular song or, you know, her character song could be about like talking your hopes down. Like, you know, when you feel yourself getting excited about something and you're just so scared of being yeah. disappointed in about it. So you have to like, you know, manage your expectations and like <laughs> I'm still laughing at, <laughs> you know, like I think it could be a good hook. Like I'm so excited for this date and then her having to be like, OK, but it might not work. And then the. The kind of butt of the song, the like end of the song being like, well, shit, here I am disappointed again because I left my let my expectations. But would she be upset be about it? She shouldn't be upset then because she knew. Like, hey, buddy, well, it's like, of course she'd be upset. She wants it to be, you know, despite herself. You know what I mean? Despite herself, she got her she let her expectations get ahead of her. And she let herself get excited when she didn't mean to, you know? You know what I was just thinking about? The flying hmm. fat guy in the magic sleigh. <laughs> 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 That's going to tickle me for oh, years good. to come, I tell you. So, Jovi the Elf, yes. we are glad to have you. How does Thank it you. feel playing Jovi? You know, it's uh, you know, small little, nice little, easy little track. You come in, you dance a little bit, you leave and you come back a little bit. Mm -hmm. With Buddy, you go on a little date, then you leave, and then you come back a little bit all dolled mm -hmm. up. And then you leave, and then baby, and you then have a baby. The show, pretty much, yeah. Right. Like, you got, like, four <laughs> scenes. Honestly, it's, it's great. I think that – so, for, for one, I didn't know much about Elf the Musical before coming here, but, of course, I knew the film, right? And my whole life, people have been looking at me and being like, ah, yes, the Zoe Deschanel type, right? Like, I'm that, like – 
quirky girl next door with the big eyes and like blah, blah, blah sort of situation, right? So when I had the opportunity to submit for Jovi, I was like, you know, this this does feel right, doesn't it? This does feel like something that is meant for me in a way. Hey, don't touch that. Just okay. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the other thing about it is that, you know, it does kind of it does it definitely hits that pitfall of many adaptations of contemporary musicals where again you know you've got an obligatory love interest and so that love interest doesn't have a lot of material and that and really it's just serves as a you know a stepping stone or a you know a device in the story of the main character of buddy um that's oh. something that happens all the time and so i felt really excited about the challenge of making something out of that like like really attacking it with groundedness and reality and depth and not letting it you know fall to those pitfalls of being the obligatory girl you know <laughs> so i really enjoyed that i feel like i've i feel like i've quite risen to the challenge i love when somebody writes a show and they're like you're just gonna have this many parts i'm like yep wrong too vague i'm gonna create this backstory uh -huh. i have three kids <laughs> i went to high school and graduated at the top of my class <laughs> you thought you thought that i was mm -hmm. only gonna have this little description but let me tell you about this backstory of mine yeah now there's a whole spinoff of, of jovi <laughs> of little Timmy do, yeah little do they know that francis grew up and the reason that he screams a lot is because he can hardly hear He's not actually really screaming. He's just trying to express himself, but he, he can't hear anyone. People's yeah, mouths yeah. are moving, and he just... No, what I was going to say, I'm not too familiar with Zoe Deschanel, oh. but you do give me Brittany Murphy vibes. Brittany Murphy. What, what do I know her from? Oh, my goodness. I've just been... Just um, Mary Clue. Clue, okay. Clueless. Clueless, yeah, um, I've seen Clueless. She was on the... Boy Meets World as... Um, okay. A, 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 I'm sorry, what? I don't know. Yeah, she wasn't eight mile, um, but um, just married with Ashton Kutcher is one of the funniest movies that I ha I love growing up. Oh wait, she passed away when she was she like died. Yes, years okay, old. okay, okay. So my partner and I play this game where whenever we're in, um, usually it's like thrift stores. We play this game where we go over to the bookshelf or the DVD shelves or whatever, and we compete with each other by counting down the movies on the shelf at the thrift store, how many of them we've seen. And then usually for the ones that he's seen but I haven't or that I've seen that he hasn't, we, like, tell each other about them. So the last time we played this game, Just Married, starring Brittany Murphy and Ashton Kutcher, was one of the films that I had not seen that he had, and he told me all about it. So now I'm remembering that, yes, she died, and it's very much just, like, a very typical early aughts rom-com, right? That's, like wacky and a little problematic there were several films fun. just like it when it came right? out but uh, yeah. she's but she was very beautiful but mm -hmm. she was very oh, quirky I remember her on the cover she was and hot. she like went from like being a very quirky like girl or actress in roles mm -hmm. to the like who did she play beautiful like was love she, interest was she the makeover she was like a brunette then wasn't she mm-hmm yes was she a voice in okay i had a this is not relevant to the conversation but i had a whole conversation about happy feet the other day about how my whole life i have been terrified of that film i saw it in theaters when it came out i must have what was it what year was that 2004 something like that later yeah. 2006 one of the kids when i did elf sounded like mumbo when he was singing in 2006 okay so i would have been eight years old and i went and saw it in theaters and i 
sobbed. I screamed and ran out of the theater. I was so scared by it. Why? The plastic around the dude's love lace. Was that his name? The, the, the macaroni penguin? The plastic around his neck, the way he's literally suffocating casually the whole movie. Oh, Anna. And then the whole scene with the sea lions. And then the part where he's like with the humans, but like they're treating him. He's like hallucinating and they're treating him like he's crazy. Like it is not a Have a you seen Lion child King? Fr- yes, I've seen Lion Remember King. when they ran through the sticker bushes? Now that's scary. The what bushes? The thorns. That's, stick- that's scary. You know how many times I fell in sticker bushes when I was young? Mm. I feel the same about Finding Nemo, the jellyfish scene in Finding Nemo. Terrifying. Okay. It wasn't that scary. <laughs> okay. Moving on. I have some questions for okay, you. Okay, go for it. So here we are in Elf. I know you have like a small part, but how is it blending your interpretation of your character with the directors? And then once you get in front of the audience, what you feel like they may like or not like, how do you blend all of those things? They'd be like, okay, this is Jovi. Sure. It's definitely uh, the totality of roles like that. It's like it's like you were saying about backstory and depth, and you really have to make you really at the end of the day have to make things work for you, right? So, to take Jovi's song for example, "Never Fall in Love with an Elf." There's from a narrative standpoint, I think there's a lot to be criticized about the lyrics in that song, particularly. I think that the again, it is an obligatory song. It doesn't really need to be there but the best that i can do is make it make it need to be there right make something happen make something change for the character over the course of the song um and really use things that i've built for myself to make sense of and justify some of the lyrics that i would personally have critiqued right a big one that we were talking about recently was the like very self-referential second verse, right? Where she's talking about like, here I am standing in front of you people singing a Christmas song, which is the only point in the entire musical pretty much that other than the moments of I'm singing, I'm singing, where you're just stating that you're singing, th- where you really uh, – recognize and confirm with the audience hey you are watching a musical and usually you don't want to do that right you want to maintain that fourth wall you want to or it would be more consistent within the show of them doing yeah like it would have happened a few more times so i've kind of created this um tool for myself where jovi as the love interest and jovi as the kind of like how would i describe it this this uh this really really rooted in harsh realities person that Jovi is and I'd say that Walter is as well right especially since he doesn't have a song anymore <laughs> um she kind of stands apart she from the what I know we've the, talked about that but right. I, I, I always think about the show like man wow what's the name doesn't have a solo like that's so interesting to me and then realizing like oh he does it's just not in our show yeah right yeah. oh one thing but, I mean, um no, but what I'm, one thing for buddy when Walter says for Pete's sake can you say who's Pete <laughs> No, but I mean, I think, I think, and again, this could be a way that, you know, we as actors justify these choices for ourselves and make them make sense to ourselves and therefore to the audience. Cause I think if you don't get it, the audience certainly isn't going to. Right. So the idea that Jovi and Walter are kind of the two focal points in Buddy's life that stand apart and against from the idea of Christmas joy and the idea of 
using music to share story and share share that joy right that's like buddy's whole thing (laughs) use music to share joy and that's why I think it's an extremely appropriate piece to adapt into a musical and so I think the fact that Walter and Jovi don't sing in the beginning um is a really really awesome narrative vehicle for the effect that Buddy has had on them as individuals right that he has changed them for the better and opened them up to singing um so the fact that we've cut Walter's first song I think does serve that in a way that suddenly you have this narrative of like he doesn't begin to vocalize and he doesn't begin to sing until he's been affected positively by Buddy's, by Buddy's light, you know? I'm glad so you thought Joby about to that. Have that same, <laughs> to have that same journey in her own way, I think is really important. So that self-referential bit that she does, I've kind of infused through the rest of the times that we see her where, you know, in that first scene in Sparkle Jolly, when everybody around her in the Macy's department starts dancing, she's the only one being like, why are we dancing and she feels herself beginning to be affected by Buddy and, like, stops herself and realizes and sees in a way that other people aren't that Buddy is affecting them magically. Um, I, I love adding little supernatural elements like that, especially to a Christmas show where Santa's real and there is a flying sleigh and there are elves. So, of course, his music can be magic, you know? I don't think that's out of the realm of the reality of the show. So, I you know, when she starts to fall in love with him and when she starts to see him and his light and let it affect her is when she can begin to share it with others and start singing right i don't know it works for me it's one of those it's one of those things where it's like it's like well no one no one in the audience is going to be thinking about that and at girl (laughs) (laughs) but i think that because i have it'll have a nice effect and again, it's that totality idea that like, I love how much me, you you do Dean, think about whatever the yeah. the details and the backstory of everything. And I feel like one day you're going to be great on somebody's production staff when they're creating a musical or a show or like just like running a theater. Like mm. I feel like you're uh, there's great things um, about people like uh, appreciating all aspects of you know, theater besides just being like right on stage. Yeah. And the big picture. You know, I had a crazy experience this morning. I'd love to tell you guys about. <laughs> I was at the nail salon getting these nails done. Look, they're new. Hoo-hoo-hoo. Um, we'll put pictures up online, guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the woman sitting next to me. Okay. So the, the nail salon, I think she's the owner of the nail salon. She was doing this woman's nails next to me. And she asked me, Anna, did you work today? She remembered me from last time. That's She's really sweet. And I said, no, I don't work today. Monday's our day off over at Dutch Apple. But we're going into a huge performance week. We have This is our last day off before, like, a huge, huge week of performance. And that woman, who I was getting crazy vibes from already because she was, like, voice to texting on her phone about, like, her husband's testosterone supplements and, like, just, like, stuff that you would not expect people to be talking about in those public settings. Hilarious stuff. And she turns to me. She's like, I'm an intuitive and I have a business about how people use intuition in their business by act accessing a spiritual plane. And I found out but through the research and the reading that I've been doing since I was 18, this woman must have been in her 50s at least, that one of the things that our souls do on the spiritual plane is acting. And I was like, 
there is so much to unpack there. But also, if I were to take everything that you said as a truth, that doesn't surprise me at all. Because I feel like storytelling and acting is one of the most innately human things that we can do, right? So then she starts talking about how, like, we're so cool as actors because we take on multiple identities, whereas everyone else in the world only gets to take on one. And I'm, I, had to, I was, like, trying to explain to her that I'm an extremely... My approach to acting is extremely analytical and intellectual, right? I don't have the whole, like, just, you know, I'm not so much about the feely, vibey thing as I am about the, like, no, let's, like, an let's analyze, let's do, right? So I had to try to explain to her. I was like, no, I'm still very much myself, but I'm doing things on purpose to communicate someone else to the audience, and she just fully was not getting on that. Oh, it no, was, was such a wild thing. She was talking at me like she knew everything. <laughs> I was so fascinated by this character. You mean a lot I of those people who think they salon. know everything. I was like, damn, okay. See, characters to me feel like putting on a jacket. Mm. I just yeah, put the fun. jacket on and I definitely uh, take, things from the characters when I leave them. Mm. When I play Mr. in the Color Purple, mm -hmm. I didn't realize um, how much I was coming into rehearsal intentionally not speaking to people, trying to be in my character, but then really being like grumpy, like mm -hmm. or really kind of being that dude. The only time I've, I think I've truly ever had that experience was with Carrie because I started thinking about mortality a lot because, you know, she kills so many people and also dies and you know, all of that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I started I started thinking a lot about death and mortality. Um, just generally, not in like a morbid way, but in like a huh kind of way, right? And then I also like took on her posture. Like I had like this like shoulder thing going on um, that I was just like. Yeah, when and I, I, played and I found myself like in life being like. When I played Donkey for weeks, I would just be walking around like this. And I was a, a server, so I would talk to people mm -hmm. with my hands like this yeah. all the time. And they would be like, why are you making a fist? That's my hoof. Oh, You're I, welcome. The, what's, what's it to you? <laughs> it, 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 what do you want? What do you want? What, what, what drink do you want? Oh, I don't miss serving. How is serving at the Dutch Apple? It is fine, I think. I think, I think I've got lots of... I've never served before, but I have always known that I am kind of suited for it. I'm definitely, like, the right type of person to be a waitress, and I think I'll do well at it the more I figure it out. Um, I yeah, this say style I think, is d different. You yeah, know? I think what I'm – this is what I was struck with the last time is that, you know, when you're a waitress at a typical restaurant, say you have a section of 12 tables, those 12 tables are going to be constantly cycling in a way. Whereas at a dinner theater, you have a very specific challenge of those 12 tables have all been given the exact same allotted hour and a half to be sat, be served, eat their meal, pay their checks, and then watch the show, right? So you end up having to, rather than being able to kind of juggle and rotate on tables and assignments that you've got to complete for them, you end up having to do all of everything at once. And that was very, uh, that, that has been quite overwhelming to, to navigate for sure, especially as someone who's never served before. Yeah, especially when you first start. It, yeah. it, it can get overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And especially even when like tables rotate, it's just, you really try yeah, your best. Yeah, because then you have to remember what step of the process you are on with 
it can get confusing. Table, yeah. I've seen every person, the best servers, eventually get to that point because you're just trying to do like a good job and it gets busy and it gets mm-hmm. overwhelming and you are one person taking care of 20 people right. at four tables or six tables mm-hmm. and they do want their stuff now. And like, you know, it's just like the demand doesn't meet the... yeah. It's definitely it's definitely difficult and I'm I'm excited to get better at it because I true I do truly believe that I have a good personality for it. I just need to learn that you know I've only served what four shifts now, you know what I mean? So the more I do it, I'm excited about my brain figuring out how to navigate and juggle those things. So, we only have 3 weeks left of Elf. Is yeah. it 3? No, it's four, it's, it's four weeks. Four, I, I don't four know why weeks, I just yeah. made that up. We got four weeks left, so it's mm-hmm. a month. And we have been here since, like, November 3rd. Mm-hmm. Like, and then some people were also here for Saturday Night, Saturday Night, Night Fever. Fever. So they've been ever. here literally half the year. Yeah. And for me, um, we were here in June, June for June Mermaid through, through August. August. Hey. I went home for three weeks, and then I came right back for The Color Purple. Right, because you, you did that in town as well. Mm-hmm. And then I moved here. So I've been here for majority of the year now how are you like in the area is it is it i feel i feel like this is an odd area with lots of pros and lots of cons you know it's so different because i feel like they got these little spaces like this Mm -hmm. little zipper pocket of Mm -hmm. a little this is lancaster but this is lancaster but they all like in these little pockets and they like like zipped up like this right here we've got like three blocks that have like the theater you've got a grocery store you've got lots of restaurants and then right across the way you've got it all feels very separate doesn't it and then you have to drive for like 15 20 minutes minimum to get to any other thing it just all feels very separate i feel like i haven't really gotten to like explore yet Mm -hmm. because we've done shows but i mean i went out when we did the little mermaid like I've, i've been to like a park like the act like an actual park with grass and stuff not like a theme park people um oh, nice. um it's called longs park and i can't wait for it to get hot again because i can't wait to go back there yeah. uh, what do they, they have there do, is, do they have like, um it's a big like water a big pond like in lovely. the middle and then they just got like um uh they got like areas where people take their pets a lot of people take mm-hmm. their pets there there's a lot of birds and uh, bird feeding there uh benches there for people to it was a a big park where people came every time I went it was like full of people mm-hmm. they got uh barbecue areas and I think there's a petting zoo at one point oh, of it that's wow. what uh Caitlin had told me I just <laughs> that's wild like there's it's a huge park do they have things like like uh like basketball courts or like um, tracks or anything like that you know what I don't I don't know if they have a basketball okay. cart I didn't see it but I, I think know, they like, have what, like a trail exactly to expect that yeah sort of you, know, you know I the asked trail's nice. You know, there's a bunch of like there's a bunch of little parks. That's what I'm excited to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just like walk around some blocks and yeah. stuff. And like there's a school right around the corner for me. So they might have a basketball yeah. court. But I'm like interested to like know the city, but very interested in, um, you know, getting here and getting being a part of like the community and networking mm-hmm. and getting to know people so I can work. Yeah, I've definitely been one of one of the challenges that I've had here i think is specific to like a city girl on a body of water coming out to a place like this i feel like it's got to be the same for people like i'm from cleveland but i feel like it's probably the same for people of like detroit and chicago and everything yeah because cleveland is a a decent sized city cleveland is a yeah it's a it's a little big city just like detroit just like pittsburgh you know Mm -hmm. it's the same sort of size at least with its own very particular and feel yeah like the feel it it feels like the city the thing about Cleveland is that to me it is outrageously easy to navigate because the entire thing is on the 
sure, right? Like the lake is north. And as long as you know where the lake is in regards to where you are, you know how to get in the general yeah, area. Don't get me started about Pittsburgh, though. Right. So, so things like I'm curious. That's the thing about this city is that there's no there's no body of water to orient myself off of. So it's hard for me to be like. But I feel like we're they currently have few west roads. of downtown, right? Like I'm usually very I'm very visual. I'm very big picture. So when I like whether we're talking like on the stage, whatever, like if I'm thinking of where I'm going or across the city, I'm looking at a map in my head, like from a bird's eye view. But that is so hard to do here. I don't See, know where I anything like is. I don't know which way is roads up. here. They yeah. have very like like Centerville Road go all I take Centerville Road and I know how to get home. The first few days I had to get home, I'm like, I don't got to use my GPS anymore nice. because I know where I'm okay, going. Cool. These landmarks are here, but it's just like a go all the way down this road, turn left, go all the way down that road, turn right, then turn left again. But like, even when I'm riding up and down these streets, it's like homes, but it's not that much like stuff. Mm-hmm. Or like, I felt like even when it was warm, I didn't see people outside yeah. living on their porches yeah. and stuff. And you this know? road, I mean, I had to drive down Centerville over the overpass to get here, right? And the that road is so unfriendly to people. There's so much traffic. It stands still all the time and nobody is outside. And I'm just like, that's not what I would have expected from this area. But I don't know. Because then you've got other pockets where it's the most friendly, neighborhoody, like, I don't know. Lots of ups, lots of downs, lots been, of pros, lots of cons. I've been to I'm downtown. A lot of people say downtown is a really good area. But yeah, I've only been able to check it out once. I think we should go. We like, I know we, should, we have I think time. Uh, or I know we have so many shows, but I'm like, we just need to go out like as a cast, like, and yeah. not just to Loxley's because it's next door. Yeah. Which I do love. <laughs> no, I'd love to go downtown. I think, I think, because the one time. When we went to that Villanova we went... place, I loved it. Which Nova place? Villanova or Villanova or something. It's that it's like uh, we went all the way down that way and then we turned left <laughs> and it had a big porch. But it's when it was like around Nolan's birthday and we were sitting at those tables. Oh, I remember. Yes, I yes, like yes, that, yes, place. Yes, yes. that place. But we were only there for like mm-hmm. less than an hour. Right. But, it but was then nice. when I, I went downtown downtown the other day for the Fulton call. And I was like, we have like an hour and a half. Like we should walk around. But yeah, it was very much places like, and shops and stuff. Yeah, but it like, would be lovely to see like the like there's actual city blocks there and you can. You know, yeah, it, there are a lot of little places. I was hoping to find a place like right around the corner or something from there, but yeah, where did you end up finding? It's literally like seven I minutes. Ask, like that means anything to me. Yeah, you know what I mean, I can't. So there's area. a theater called Regal Theater. Okay, and it's like, like the cinema. Yes. Oh, okay. I think I live really close to that. Okay, cool. But it's like not far from the Fulton at all. But I mean, neither is like the Dutch. It's like 15 minutes. Yeah, that, that's good. That's what I was going to say. Everything to me, like when we were staying in Ephrata for the color purple, I'm like it, the way to get here. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's, it's like reading Lancaster is right there. Like right. I know it's only these two ways to get into yeah. Lancaster and then these two feel... ways to get out of Lancaster. <laughs> See, we're showing, I think you and I are showing our foreignness to this area, right? Like now. girl, like you said, it's two roads. You said reading. <laughs> is it ready? You said it's ready. Oh. <laughs> And then Lancaster. you said Lancaster. Sorry, guys. And everybody's gonna, they're gonna spear us. Oh yeah, they, they are. It's, Lancaster it's, and Reading. Reading and Lancaster. 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 Trey learned how to say it, say it perfectly. Oh good. And I was like, well, you'll keep saying it for us. Yeah. Lancaster. Because this guys. Clevelander, I'm gonna flatten all my vowels. I'm gonna say Lancaster. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I said Reading. <laughs> it's, <laughs> reading it's and Redding, Lancaster. Right? Sorry, I'm like Reading. Sorry, that's a read. Lancaster. It just it feels so like. Mm. So, Anna, it's been lovely working with you again. I'm happy I got a chance to see you in a role um, this time. And you were the 
on the swing last time mm-hmm. and you did wonderful but it was nice to see you get to be able to express your tools thank you and work because i appreciate your love for the the craft and everything yeah. and it was nice to also i want to see everybody get a chance to do you know their thing mm-hmm. so it was really nice to get to see you do your thing and, and you i just think I, I don't want to you know i just think that swinging the, the experience i had swinging for mermaid really was really cool because you know like i said i i consider myself to be much more of a big picture person like i will i'm quite visual i'll imagine things from the top you know what i mean um and so that's helpful in situations like this where i'm playing one particular character and i can i can look at that character's relationship to the story and the text in a big picture way but it's i thought it was extremely helpful when i was swinging and I got to just zoom out and be like, okay, I can see where everybody's at. I felt as if it really suited my brain. And I loved it. Yeah, I it. think you're a great swing. I think Brandy is also. I really loved also. it. So I would be, you know, I definitely, don't get me wrong, I love being a star. I will be a star every day, every day of my life if I could. But I also really love the, the challenge and the excitement of being a swing and... There are sometimes people in shows it. who just know all the tracks for no reason anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and that would be you anyway. So it yeah, would already it make is. sense. Yeah. I'm that type of person that I, I, I like songs. I'll sing along, but I, I don't know all the words to mm-hmm. other people's songs. And I know my stuff. And I'm like, I got to know my stuff, y'all. I don't have time to be learning all this other stuff. And I had told Matt earlier. I'm like, before I got here, I'm going over my lines for the... Um, Elf the musical. I'm like, okay, I'm going over this. I'm going over Madagascar. I get here first day, we learn music. Second day, we learn choreography. Now my mind's crazy. Right. Now I have to get There's my so mind much. back in order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just, that's just something that I have to continue to work on because mm-hmm. that's what my mind does. Like, yeah. I don't have the, I feel like I don't want to just be like, it's an excuse to be like, I don't have the control, but like, it just like, I'm like, okay, okay, uh, um, I need to learn this, but I also need to learn this. But I've gotten better at being like, don't worry about this until this is done. Mm-hmm. Literally, Act Two of Madagascar. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I don't know any of Act Two. I did not have that many lines. Mm. I just went home that night, went over on them mm-hmm. for an hour with Trey, and I knew them the next day. Good. I was like, "Calm down." <laughs> yeah, it's just about organization and fig- you know. Yes, and that's so individual. It is so personal. I think you know the process of organizing what we do in our heads um but i'm a firm believer that once everyone has their process and once everybody can take a second to marinate their own things right i don't think there's you know people have said to me you know i I could never be a swing i could never do that i could never be a lead you know whatever it is and I, i just cannot believe that that is true you know i feel like truly we as people are determined to rise to the challenges presented to us. We don't want to fail. And if given a challenge, whether that's your That's why people say they don't want to do it because they don't want to fail. I'm like, but the challenge of succeeding is better than Yeah. Yeah. Like like you're you're afraid to fail, but you don't you don't realize that you won't. You know what I mean? Because you're gonna try hard because that's what we do. Right. You know? And you're not going to fail and the only reason you don't want to do it is because of that fear. You know, you, know? you just hear horror stories where the person's like, oh, you know, I had to, I had to learn six parts and then I had to play three of them tonight. And mm-hmm. then the one guy had to be an act two. And it's like, that's not going to be everybody. Yeah. And even when it is you, 
you've got a team to support you. Right. Your cast do the is best that you, you can. You're going to do the best that you can. You're going to get through it. And it's not going to be anywhere near as bad as your imagination tells you it's going to be. You know, right. it's going to be fine. It takes structure and, you know, belief. Mm-hmm. So before we wrap this up, mm-hmm. are there any questions that you would like to ask? Oh, I've had like me? three crop up and I forget what they were. because I was like, People me. always forget. I, I know because, because he, I did it last night, too. I, we were talking about questions. <laughs> you I was like, sure did. I said, oh, I've got my question. I don't have to worry about it. And then I don't think about what that question is. <laughs> and then by the time it gets to it, I forget what it was. Uh, it was something about. Well, my first one, I'm sure you've gotten a lot on this podcast, is like, what made you want to podcast? I always wanted my own talk show because I liked watching uh, the Tyra show when I, I was growing up. And Tyra Banks had a, a, oh, a Tyra Banks, of course, TV yes. show. Uh-huh. And, you know, I watched Ricky Lake growing up and stuff and like other people have talk shows. Mm-hmm. But I watched Top Model and I wa- and I love Tyra and like what she like stood for, like to me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, you know, uh, she was given like good advice on how to think about myself or like care about myself mm-hmm. or um, like myself, you know, love myself, care, you know, being yeah. okay with like not being average or or normal. So I'm like, I'm like, this is great. I love entertainment. I would love just, you know, just off to the side. I'm like, I would love to have like a talk show one day. Mm-hmm. And I just always remember watching the Ricky Lake show and be like, oh, I'd love to have a talk show one day or like just be the host of a show. Mm-hmm. And like I wanted to start one, but I was like kind of too afraid to do it by myself. So I started a podcast with my friends called Three and a Half Gays. Okay. And we were like successful and people started offering us like money to advertise nice. for them. But, you know, it got in the way of our friendship. So mm. that dispersed. Sure. And then I tried out another one and then I just started this one by myself. Because I'm like, you know what? I can just give my show, myself a show. Mm-hmm. We have technology that we can ha- have in our rooms that we could touch the whole world. Yeah. Isn't so, that crazy? Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. So I decided I'm just going to give myself a show. And that's what I did. And yeah. I encourage anyone else to do the same. Absolutely. We live in the coolest time ever. L- literally. I just got this <laughs> stuff and I'm like, I can just have a show in my room. Yeah. And even more than that. I mean, I think about this sometimes when I... I'm in a, you know, I'm currently in a long distance relationship. And sometimes I think about how damn easy it is to talk to him. You know what I mean? Like we can have an eight hour like phone that call convenient for like, free. Yes. <laughs> like we don't have to. And this things that I'm we thankful don't have to for, fucking, you know, what's it called? Oh, don't even get me started on what's that. It uh, what's it called? The SOS. I forgot that with the, uh. Morse code. We don't Morse, have to like telegraph yes. each other in Morse across the world. We can just we can just FaceTime each other, and it's literally almost like we're in the same room. Yes, I remember having phones with the long cords, and I love my phones. I love every phone. I remember mm. I got my wireless phone in the house. I thought it was my cell phone. <laughs> my stepmom would be like, "Put the phone back." Oh, sorry, I'm just around. <laughs> it's really nice. But um, mm-hmm. any other questions? Yeah, what was the other one in my head? It came up while we were talking, and I forget. Mm. Oh, Is it about man. acting? Is it, it about family? About Is it about... It about. Hmm. Uh, maybe it was about moving to the area, but we kind of we kind of covered that pretty yes. well. Maybe I asked it when it came in my head. Maybe that was it. Well, you have more time to ask more questions, mm. darling. We'll mm. be here. Hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know. I love working with you, James, and I really, I really think that this is a, you know, this is an opportunity that's really 
like when was the last time I got to sit down and talk about a role while I was doing it uh, that's so cool that that we're here and we're not just like 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 what I what I appreciate about you is your your intention and you know your action on your intention that like you are a person who is like I want to sit down with people and talk to them about what they think and you do it's not just that you have the intention to do it it's that you also act upon it and I really really admire that of you um and that you make people feel heard in those moments because I feel like it's always the biggest fear that I have and I think I think this is particularly a fear of women that I've noticed at least which is that I could tell you my thoughts but I know somebody is going to speak over them you know and I'm really I'm really appreciating that you're you don't do that and it's really really lovely like whether we're talking on a podcast kind of for an audience or if we're just having a conversation with ourselves and it's just really great that's well, all. thank you. That warms my heart because, like, uh, I, I feel like I had an issue with that, like, with a friend of, like, one of my friends brought that to my attention mm-hmm. when we did our podcast. She's like, you always are just speaking over us, or mm-hmm. she felt like I was speaking over her. Mm-hmm. So I could imagine, like, even if things aren't, like, it, it could be a trigger even if it's not intentional yeah. from a person yeah. and with her being a woman and yeah. us being three guys, even though we're gay. Absolutely. Like, she's still a woman and we're men. So yeah. I got had to be more intentional with that. Yeah, and that's it's so, it's, it's so noticeable and it's so seen and I really appreciate it. And that's, you know, I feel as if that's something that I have to work on for myself. I would say in part because many women have built up a defense against that pushback where we're going to be louder or aggressive or speak more because we're so aware of the fact that we're often spoken over. Um, And I think that that defense has like negatively impacted my ability to listen sometimes. Um, Well, I had to realize all of the stigmas mm -hmm. I created off of the stigmas that were created out of me. How do we end this And then I have to, (laughs) like a few years ago, before I turned 30, I'm like, okay, I'm using, I'm still using like these survival like things that I don't need anymore. Mm -hmm. I got to like go through my bag and get rid of a couple of them. And I was like, oh shit. It's like getting older. I'm like, oh man, I'm going to have to do this like every few (laughs) years. I don't want to do it. Can it just do it itself? But I'm like, no, you got to sit down with yourself. Put in the work. And be intentional. Yeah, well, you're and killing I, it. You know, and we're from Ohio. We're from Ohio. So, O-H. <laughs> we got to stick together. Hey. <laughs> so it has been lovely having you. And we will have you and Matt at the same yes, time. Yes, I'm so mad point. I missed that because I wanted that. But you know what? It you know, happened, happened. It was supposed to happen the yeah. way it was going to happen. But yeah, we will yeah. definitely be back together because we're going to get Buddy and Jovi. Good. Before the new year. Or for the new year, I suppose. Yes. Yeah, because these, these next few weeks are going to go These next few fast. weeks are crazy. Yes. But I feel like we need to just, you know, I'm embracing this moment mm-hmm. and just enjoying this time because I'm thankful to be here. Oh, I remember what my question was. All right. What's up? Um, What are you excited about for Christmas? Um, Honestly, like, I'm not a big, like, gift giver or, like, gift receiver because I'm like, I just want to get my car fixed. Like, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> right. I know you can relate. Me too. <laughs> but, like, Listeners, I just want to. is currently sitting crushed in a tow lot so and we're waiting on you to get that everybody send me your christmas your christmas wishes for a healthy car please (laughs) i pray i always pray for people to have a healthy car and that they don't crack their phone screens Mm, like i'm mm -hmm, like please i don't mm -hmm. wish that on nobody (laughs) but for christmas you know i'm just ready to uh have all my bills paid and Mm -hmm. I'm ready to like go into the new year, you know, I'm just ready to like look forward. I feel like I've been on the journey of like, um, 
a mental and spiritual cleanse and I've Mm -hmm. been in counseling and I feel like I can finally look forward. I feel Mm -hmm. like majority of my life I was moving forward, but walking backwards. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Mm -hmm. then I turned around and it was a sandstorm, but now I feel like I felt like I was walking forward and just on coasting for years, Mm -hmm. but now I feel like I can like move forward in my life and look towards like this next chapters of my life. Yeah. Again, that's, it's that intentionality. It's like, no, I have, yeah, I like, want to do this, and I'm going to do this. And I think I told y'all like thing, my, one yeah. of my goals earlier. I'm like, was completion this year? Like, yeah, I need to finish something. So mm-hmm. that's like my big thing. Like even today, I was going over stuff, and then my mind starts going towards other things. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, finish watching this video uh-huh. and and finish. Just yeah. like keep going. That's wonderful. Okay, new word for 2023: completion. Completion is my word. And it's like, whatever that means to you guys, completion. I need to complete things. I don't want to keep starting. Like, I got ideas for stuff, but I'm like, right. I can't make 30,000 ideas. I need to right. complete something. Yeah. Like, and just keep going back to it, keep reworking it. And mm-hmm. that's just like my goal and just, you know, positivity. I love it. I'm going to well, take that. Thank you, Anna, so much. Thank you, James. Love your And that is our show. Mm-hmm.